My name is Drew Joyner, and you're listening to the Beyond the Garment podcast, a podcast dedicated to enriching the lives of others by talking about sustainability, art, fashion, and culture. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as we enjoy creating it. On today's episode, we have a Toronto native, Issa Valla, who's a student currently at the University of Guelph. Issa and I had a conversation, I think it was last week, in which we talked on his podcast, On My Dime, On Your Time. And uh, it, was, it was a great conversation. And I thought it would be good to have Issa come on and just tell his story a little bit, talk about fashion a little bit, and, and kind of just get to know him on a personal level, because I had a conversation with him on his podcast. So Issa, how are you doing today, man? How, how have I'm you been? I'm great, man. Honestly, never better, man. Like, I don't want to be, like, super positive because, like, it gets kind of annoying. But, yeah, honestly, man, I'm doing great, man. Life is good. Can't good, complain. Good, good, good. Um, Issa, what we usually do on the, uh, on the, Beyond, the Beyond the Garment podcast, excuse me, uh, we start off with a question that kind of gives the listener a little bit more background about um, the individual who we have as a guest. <laughs> so the first question I want to ask you, man, um, I'm curious about it. Didn't really get to talk to talk about it as much on your podcast, but, uh, you know, introduce yourself, man. What is your background? Where are you from? And how is it like growing up for a kid for you? All right. So my name is Issa. Like Drew said, I am, I am a student at the University of Guelph. I'm studying human kinetics, which is not at all related to fashion or anything, but I somehow fell into this whole fashion space, kind of like everybody else through like YouTube and through Instagram. Yep. Uh, my, my background, I guess like my parents are both from India. So I don't know, pretty, pretty chill, like time growing up, strict parents and stuff. Like they don't really understand like fashion and stuff. <laughs> it's interesting. I kind of get like rinsed for wearing rings and stuff like necklaces and chains, like as a guy and stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Pretty. So, so growing up in your the Indian household, I mean, did you have siblings growing up? Do you have siblings? Um, like, what did you like to do as a kid? Those kind of things. Uh, I'm an only child, so like. Me too. I just pretty me, much too enjoy me too. Just, like, like like most kids, like going out with my friends and stuff. I actually like during high school and stuff. I used to have a bunch of like pet reptiles and stuff. So I oh, had like snakes and lizards and stuff, and I used to grow a bunch of plants. I have my little gross space here wow wow yeah, that's actually incredible got a few things growing just to keep myself sane for so sure back to the old days that's basically i had like a few of my friends used to grow plants as well so do like trades and like purchases and like imports and stuff back in the day but i don't really mess with that too much anymore <laughs> definitely definitely I, I know plants having plants in your room is just good for just health in general it puts more oxygen in the room and it's just it can be aesthetic all those all those benefits too which are really Absolutely. cool. I like having them in like the area where I study. Like my, my bedroom's upstairs. I don't have any plants in there for whatever reason. There's not really much space. Like it's a north facing window, so I don't really get much light. Yeah. But it's cool to have here. They're fun. They're just yeah, like you said, they're like aesthetic to look at. Probably is good for the air and stuff. So definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's a, as a as a kid. Um, are there any moments you know in your life that you would say that stand out that you know, developmentally kind of made you who you are. I mean, being an only child, I know that, you know, I was, I grew up an only child. I have an older brother, but I grew up an only child. And sometimes I look at the world through in that lens sometimes. Like, I don't know, siblinghood is a very interesting thing to me where it kind of gives you a social interaction from the moment you're born, right? And it's different for only, only, only children because, 
you know, you don't have a brother or a sister to be your friend. You have to actually go out and make friends and do these different kind of things or your parents are your friend. Did you have that same experience or, you know, as an only child growing up, was it was it difficult at times? Was it fun? Did you love it? Like, talk to me about that a little bit. It was pretty fun. Like, I don't really have anything to compare it to, right? Like, during school, I really, I didn't really have any issues, like, making friends. I was kind of, like, chill with all the groups, like, like all your different cliques, like, your jocks, like, the popular kids, like, the nerds. I was kind of cool with everybody. So, like, yeah. I really didn't have too much, like, trouble making friends or anything. But, For yeah, sure. that's, that's basically, I don't know if I answered. No, no, that. you're, that's good. And and you you went to high school in Toronto, too, did you not? Or, I guess, is it even called high school? I don't know, I don't know what it is. Yeah, and no, I went to high school in Toronto as well, yeah. Very cool, very cool. So, I mean, I'm kind of curious to know, Issa, you know, why, why did you just decide to start your own podcast? And, and, and you have to explain the naming behind it, too, because I'm really interested to know about, about this name. I think, I think it's super cool, but um, what's the background story of it? All right, so I'm going to start by saying I, the name is, is probably not original. I'm sure it came from, like, a book or a YouTube video I was watching, and it ended up becoming from that. I can't tell you where I got it from. But right, right. I don't know. But then I had this idea where I would message or I would email, like, I would meet people through Instagram or, through, or like, through their company. And do you know what an, you know what an informational interview is, yeah? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then I would take – I would – ask these people to go for an informational interview with me where I'd ask them like three or four questions about their business or about like I was into fashion at the time when this was like a couple years ago so I was I was into fashion so I would maybe ask them about like their aesthetic or like about clothes or something or about like how to run a business and stuff and then I would end up taking them like out for dinner or something or like grabbing a coffee or something and then that's where the name came from like kind of on my dime on your time like I'd pay I'd kind of pay for their time okay okay yeah for like a bit of information and knowledge and then I had a conversation with a few of my friends right and like he was saying like I like he was starting to get into podcasts I really love podcasts as well so I was recommending some and like he was saying like you should start your own right and I'm mm-hmm. like you know what I should and I kind of like threw it off on the back burner right and then the first round of like mandatory isolation for the coronavirus happened in like when was it it was like, like last like a while ago a little and while ago I, yeah I yeah Pardon me? No, I said a little while ago, yeah. Yeah, a little while ago. And then I called my friend, and then we were, like, talking about it. He's like, so, you're going to start that podcast? And I'm like, I completely forgot about this at the time, right? And then right. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the first step. So I made the Instagram account for the podcast, kind of, like, put it out there in the universe. So I kind of had to, like, mm-hmm. start the podcast. And then I think a couple weeks later, I was going to Windsor with a few friends just to, like, hang out in, like, a place. And then we... I made the first episode in my room, and then I was kind of sick, so that's why the first episode is kind of bad, if you guys. <laughs> first episode, but yeah, it's kind of just grown from there. I've been I've been privileged enough to get some pretty cool guests, like right off the bat, like including yourself. Thank you. And yeah, it's been a it's been a great journey, and I hope to make a lot more episodes in De- the in the future as well. Definitely, definitely, I'm excited to see what comes of it, and I think I think that um, one of the the big things about podcasting is having a, a, a decent voice to listen to. And I think, I think you have that. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that. Like your voice is like, it's not like it's anything, you know, sensational or terrible, but it's like just a nice voice to listen to, you know, while you're, you know, hearing someone's story or, you know, whatnot. So that's, that's something you got going for you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I've actually never been told that, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, it, it's decent. So I, I had to, had to let you know. <laughs> um, 
How would you describe the the genre of your podcast for for those who are curious who want to just check it out and do those kind of things? Uh, the genre of the podcast would be self improvement and mindset, kind of like motivation thrown in there through the lens of fashion and fitness. I've had a lot more fashion people than I've had people in like the fitness industry, and but those are like my two main passions at the moment. So I kind mm-hmm. of put a bit of a spin on it to make it to kind of like kind of. Um, I mean, just backtrack a little bit. It's like the way I see it, and this is from like a few of the conversations that I've had, fashion and fitness can be like as deep or as shallow as you want it to be, right? So yeah. then you can, I like for fashion, for example, you can buy the latest pieces, like absorb yourself in the latest trends and the most expensive brands just to maybe to get likes on social media, right? And that's like what a lot of people are seem to be doing on the platform. Or you can go through fashion through the lens of kind of like discovering your own aesthetic, finding what you really value in terms of clothes and stuff and developing self-confidence. And I kind of want to expose that part of like the fashion people that I interview. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And that's kind of what we got from our interview. And I'm excited for that to come out because I'll definitely listen to it again and just hear myself ramble on. But I, I think you have a very interesting kind of subspace that kind of mixes in a lot of elements that I'm elements that I'm interested in in particular and I think a lot of other people will be interested in as well um and talking about you know self-improvement mindset um you know I'm curious to know why those things like why are those things so um appealing to you you know what I mean like why why did you decide to delve into uh you know self-improvement or mindset um kind of putting, you know, fashion in that realm and fitness in that realm, but kind of the the self-mastery and wellness thing, I'm really curious to hear about why for you. Well, like I've been, I did a bit of like research and stuff. This is like a couple years back and I kind of realized that there were a lot of things in my personality at the time that like I didn't think would do me well in the future and I'm not going to really go into that because like that's all that's all in the past I'm sure a lot of people have improved like since then of course and I realized that um like I I read in this book again I don't remember which book it was but it was like you're the five you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with and you can't really like control that right so then you have to and like this is why I love this is why I'm starting to preach like reading and stuff so as much as I as much as I do it's because you can kind of, you have the mindset of all these great people that like right at your fingertips, right? And that can help develop different parts of you. And you can change, you can, by reading, you can change one of those five people that you spend the most time with. And you can change some of your paradigm that you have on life, on motivation, on building a business, on fashion, on like health and fitness. And you can become a better person as a result. Definitely, 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 definitely. I think um you know the smartest people in the world are readers right uh, and i i really believe that because you know different different perspectives all always um they, they force you to you know improve upon your thought process um i think one of the things that hit home for me i can't remember where i read this at but like you know once you learn something essentially you can't just unlearn it you can't take it out of your mind and so I think there's a there's a certain level of of just 
paradigm shift for lack of better words that you that you go through when you read a different perspective when you learn something new when you hear something about mindset when you um you know read a book or read a story of someone overcoming something and it's very difficult or you know going through something and and what it taught them um i also like the the fact that you said you know you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with um, you know, spending time with books and, and different authors, obviously you get to learn about their perspectives, you get to learn about their stories, and therefore you get to, you know, understand what happens in their lives and, and how it kind of influences them and how it can influence you. Um, and so kind of on that thought and talking about books, what are some, some books that, you know, you love to read or you've read recently that you are a, a big fan of? All right, uh, this is going to be a bit of a controversial one, but 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Okay, okay. Like, I'm sure a lot of you, you know who Jordan Peterson is, yeah? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so he's a bit of a controversial figure, and one of his chapters was treat yourself as if you're someone you're responsible for, and that kind of, like, that kind of really hit home because, like, a lot of people don't do that, and I was seeing that a lot, like, in my personal life, like, with my friends and even including myself. So that that book really hit home for me and taught me a lot. Um Another book that I really, really enjoyed was What Everybody Is Saying. It's by, like, Joe Joe Navarro, I believe. It's about, like, reading body language and stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's been been really interesting as well. And I'll I'll just make a a third book. I have it right here. It's uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah, classic. That was a good book as well. It taught me a lot about, like, scheduling and prioritization of, like, different things during the day. And... Yeah, I'd, I'd highly recommend all of those three books, honestly. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I've, I think I've, I definitely have read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think I've skimmed the first book, and I'm, I don't think I've heard of the second one. Um, but definitely, you know, if if you're someone who reads, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, I think those are all, you know, knowing Issa, those are probably all great titles for you to kind of check out. Um, after you're done listening to this episode, <laughs> um, but it's a um, kind of moving back towards fashion, and, and this is more just kind of get to know you more. Um, how would you describe your your personal style, and and more specifically with the regionality of Toronto? Is there any influences that you feel influence your style based on where you live and where you grew up? Well, like. I don't know, I haven't, this is something I've kind of been, like, struggling with, but I don't really have a very set aesthetic. Like, I love the avant-garde. Like, I love, like, Rick Owens and stuff. I feel like it's a meme to say you love Rick Owens, but I really do love Rick Owens. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love, like, the Scandinavian minimalism side. Like, I love, like, Le Maire, Acne Studios and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also love, like, vintage as well. Like, I love, like, vintage jeans, vintage tees. Like, my entire fit right now is vintage. Um, And, like, as for how Toronto shaped my style, like, a lot of people in Toronto are, like, starting to go, like, thrifting and stuff, and I see that a lot. Like, everyone's in, like, jeans and, like, Red Wing boots and, like, vintage tees, vintage jackets, and I feel like that may have influenced my style because I, I find I tend to be wearing it more, and I do a little bit of, like, thrifting on the side for, like, for, like resale as well, and I end up finding some, like, solid pieces, so maybe that has a bit of an influence as well, like, to shape my wardrobe, but... Definitely. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Definitely, definitely, and I think... I think right now in fashion, it's really interesting, um, especially the the circles and the groups I'm in. I think vintage wear is, you know, just skyrocketed in popularity over the last nine months of 2020, especially in which you find a lot of people, you know, 
going to vintage stores, going into secondhand stores and buying things for, you know, six US dollars, 10 US dollars and, you know, finding a good deal, finding a steal and, and just wearing the heck out of it and enjoying being able to buy actual clothes that are stylish. I think a lot of times, and I know you said you're into avant-garde, um, some of the some of some of the avant-garde products and, and just high fashion products in general can be so expensive. It's hard to really um, test and play with your style with things that are that expensive. You know what I mean? And so uh, I think vintage wear and, and finding vintage, having vintage finds, it's it's exhilarating at times because you can uh, find something that is literally a gem that, you know, is underappreciated in, in a shop. And and love it to death, you know what I mean. And so there's, it's really cool. And I think it's really interesting, you know, vintage clothing. Clothing, the way clothing is made is is different. Excuse me, it's different. Um, from the past than it is now. I think just with you know QC and and just different stitching and cut and sew stylings, it's changed. So that's really interesting as well. Um, but I'm I'm really interested as well. And in, you know, you being a consumer, you said you're into avant garde. You said you're into Rick Owens. You know, are there any other brands or designers um, that you think are are interesting to you right now? Other brands. Uh, let me see. I did an interview on my podcast. I don't want to plug my podcast, but like no, with fine. a brand that they make like sweatsuits and stuff. They're based in like they're based in Michigan. The brand is called One DNA. They make some really really interesting stuff. They make sweatsuits. They make like coats. It's more of like a very um. Oh my god, what's the word? It's like it's made. It's like very and- androgynous pieces. There you go. Like so they have like very androgynous like cuts of like their trousers and stuff, and that's something I really really enjoy. Um, there's some Toronto-based brands that I like. I like Spencer Badu. Like I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but he makes some really cool stuff as well. Uh, yeah, like I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty flexible with my style. Like I like a bunch of different things. So right, yeah. right, right, and that's that's pretty cool too. That's very cool. Honestly, what was the name of the first one again? I'm, I'm spacing real quick. The the Michigan brand. Uh, one DNA. One DNA. I I think it's really cool that you. I've never heard of the brand. Obviously, it's it's not you know anything. Or it, it does it have a pretty large following as well. I'm, I'm I've just never heard of it. But uh, they um, have like uh, either ten or fifteen k on Instagram. So they're like, growing. They're growing. They're in a, yeah. they're in a good space. Um, at, at, that's super dope that you support a brand like that as well. Being being in Toronto, do you support, um, you know, U.S. brands often or do you try to keep it Canadian or does it not matter to you? You just buy what you like. I, I tend to, I just buy what I like, honestly. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a bad thing or not, but I, I just buy what I like. I try and like be like somewhat ethical with it. Like I don't, I haven't invested in fast fashion in, in like about a year or so. So I do buy like, I do like buy vintage and designer, but I, I tend to keep it pretty like spaced out to what I'm feeling at the time. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's good, that's good. And I think I think, you know, I'm not um I would never judge anyone, right? And I think that um the fact that you buy what you want and you enjoy it, that's 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 the whole game. That's 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 what you should do, you know what I mean? So Wear your clothes, guys. Don't keep them in boxes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I I I'm allowed to cuss? Huh? Am I allowed to cuss? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No right. no biggie. You can say you can say what you want. I I have no <laughs> no no guardrails at all. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so moving on to kind of the one of the, the final two questions of, of the podcast. This is this is good. It, it's, it's a short and sweet one. Um but um 
you know, what is one thing, and this might be tough for you, Issa, because it's, it's, you know, if you haven't thought about this, it might be tough to answer, but, you know, what is one thing you've learned recently from reading that is, that has stuck with you, either reading a recent book or a book that's always stood out to you? It could be what you said earlier, but what is, you know, one thing that you've learned recently from reading that has stuck with you? The most recent book that I've read, like I reread this book recently, it's called The War of Art. You and I talked about this on your epi- on my episode with you, and I learned a lot about the re- like just the quant, just like the way that the I don't remember the author's name. I'm sorry, but like I don't remember I, like the way that the author quantified the way that resistance like takes over your life and it becomes like such a like the killer of all motivation. Really, like stood out to me because. The way I see it is like if you have an emotion that's like very strong and if you like actually talk about it and you put it in that light, it becomes less like scary in a sense. Right. So if you're like in an awkward situation or whatever, kind of going off track here, but if you're in a bit of an awkward situation, you put light on that. This makes me uncomfortable and it might make you less uncomfortable in a sense. So definitely that book like really taught me a lot about myself as well. Like I'm, I'm like the one of the worst procrastinators I feel like a lot of people say that but I'm genuinely a really bad procrastinator and something I've been working on the past month and I think I'm making some marginal gains slowly and it taught me a lot about like during the like when I was making the pod when I was when I was making my podcast I took one week and I didn't make an episode Mm -hmm. and when I read that book it like moved me almost to the point of tears where it's like okay cool this, I let this thing affect me to the point where I almost didn't end up making like the bot, like an episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that probably be, no, 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 not probably. That's something that's going to never happen again because I'm aware of it now and I will make a conscious effort to not let that happen again. So yeah, the learning about resistance from the war, the war of art is one of my favorite things. I feel like for your viewers who don't know what resistance is, it's basically, resistance is the force that stops you from doing anything worthwhile so yeah be it starting a business starting a workout routine starting a podcast finishing your homework Everything, uh, yeah doing that last few reps on push-ups something like that it's any whatever stops you from doing something worthwhile definitely and in and understanding resistance it, it happens daily hourly you know what i mean there's all these moments in which you're going to have that feeling to not do something um, and I think that, you know, for those who are living in a time right now, and I think this is important too, um, where you feel as though there's a there's a hopelessness that you feel or you feel as though there's a despair, the despair in the air. Um, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of people like Issa who are, you know, taking what is given to them, the the extra hour in the day or the extra time at home or the, the not having to commute. Um, and, and putting that time into something constructive. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you've been down or you've been um, someone who's been unable to kind of get out of a rut, um, think about resistance and think about, you know, how you can overcome maybe that feeling of I don't feel like it today or I don't want to today or, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I did enough today um, because, there's so much more for your life on the other side of that resistance. And I think that's, I mean, if you, if you read the, the war of art, you'll definitely get that. It's another book. I know we both recommend. Um, but, but it's a, um, for this podcast, definitely, definitely it was a pleasure having you on. We wanted to keep it short and sweet. I wanted to get to know more about you, man. Um, you know, where can people find out more about you 
and and learn more about you, man, and possibly tune into your podcast as well. Absolutely. Um, you can find I'm not really active on like TikTok or other platforms. The best place if you want to reach me is on Instagram. It's at I S A V V L L V. That's my press for my personal. And for the podcast, it's at on my dime on your time podcast. Sweet man. And I'm available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google as well. So if you if you guys ever want to listen. Sweet, sweet man. Thank you so much for being a, a, a guest. And uh, it was a pleasure talking to you again. If I ever make it out to Toronto, I definitely, definitely want to come out and, and visit you, man, just to, you know, talk and have coffee or whatever. Whatever y'all eat and drink in Toronto is probably not too far away from what Americans eat, but it's probably a little different. <laughs> Thank you for having me. When you come down, we'll have some beaver tails, man. For those people who are in Toronto or Canada, y'all know what beaver tails are, man. It's so good. We'll have a beaver tail, man. It'll be a yeah. good time. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast. We hope you gain some value from it. Wherever you are in the world, have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you next time.